It was a Thursday afternoon, almost five o'clock, and I was typing feverishly in the knowledge that by 5.01, Bernadette would be long gone. Reliability is a rare quality in a legal secretary, and when it came to quitting time, Bernie Catalano was a regular old faithful. I was drafting a letter to the local claims manager of the Hartford Allied Insurance Company, which had issued a policy of health insurance to my client, Victor Tazarian. Victor was a 54-year-old Armenian trash hauler whose leukemia was temporarily in remission. Hartford Allied, to the bewilderment of the Tazarian family, was refusing to pay for a new but promising medical procedure that involved harvesting and freezing Victor's own bone marrow while he was healthy, so that it later could be transplanted back into his body when the cancer made its inevitable return. Hartford Allied reasoned that as long as the cancer was in remission, no surgery was warranted. In other words, they wouldn't pay for the procedure until Victor got sick again, and, of course, once he got sick again, the procedure would be useless. In the vernacular of my profession, this was called insurance bad faith, a state of affairs to which, in its many and varied forms, I was no stranger. As I tried to explain to Victor's sobbing wife, Lena, the insurance industry operates in strict accordance with the three rules of American capitalism. Invest someone else's money, make a profit, and try to keep both. And so Victor Tazarian lay in a pre-op ward at the City of Hope National Medical Center, awaiting a surgical procedure that costs more than he'll earn in a lifetime, while Hartford Allied's regional claims manager stood by his fax machine in Thousand Oaks, waiting for a demand letter from me that we both knew he had no intention of honoring. Lena, meanwhile, sat by her telephone in Glendale, wearing out her worry beads, while Bernadette, bless her heart, was eyeing the digital clock on her desk next to her car keys. And that's the precise moment that Russ Dinsmore chose to burst into my office and announce that Hush Puppy was dead. I shot him a side glance and kept on typing. Shouldn't Buster Brown be notified? Hush Puppy is a horse, you Philistine, a very valuable horse belonging to Mrs. Everett, who, need I remind you, is a very valuable client of the firm none of which concerned me in the least, and so I ignored him in the faint hope that he'd simply go away.